today on CityCast DC. So I don't know about you, but sometimes I just want to get out of the city. Luckily, travel writer Tim Ebner has tons of recommendations. Whether your thing is relaxing beaches or cute boutique shops, whether you're looking to drive for hours or just hop on the metro for 15 minutes, he's got you covered. It's Tuesday, August 16th, 2022. I'm Bridget Todd, and this is CityCast DC. So Tim, I know you're a freelance travel writer, and that means you're a pretty seasoned vacationer in and around the D.C. area. We know there are so many options of places folks can check out. So given that, how do you give advice on where people should go in and around D.C.? As a travel writer, I really am fortunate to get to explore the D.C. area all over from the Chesapeake Bay region to the Shenandoah mountain range and everywhere in between. And D.C., is really just, I think, a unique location in that there are just so many different places, whether it's beaches or mountains or countryside that you can easily explore. So when I ask someone when they're interested in traveling, I usually like to ask them what kind of vibe they're going for in terms of if they want a peaceful retreat, um, maybe in the woods or on a hike, or if they're looking for something that's a little bit more fun. It could be something like an antiquing shopping adventure for the weekend, Or it also could just be, you know, some beach sun and fun. So I like to ask people what type of mood they're in. And then it usually helps me recommend a destination for where they like, where they might be interested in traveling to. So like a choose your own adventure type thing. Exactly. Yeah. I think travel should always be a choose your own adventure. And I think it should be about exploring, you know, new places. It's about getting out there and really, um, you know, if you're familiar with some popular beach town like Ocean City, Maryland or Rehoboth, Delaware, that's great. And those are wonderful beach vacations. But there's also some really great, more off the beaten path beaches along that coastline, especially when you're talking about getting out there. I think places like Broadkill Beach up on the Delaware Bay, as well as Assateague Island are really fantastic places. They're really quieter beaches. And they're places that I think a lot of people have yet to explore um, from those other bigger beach towns. Oh, I love Assateague Island. I have gone camping there twice. And people are always asked like, oh, you can camp on the beach in Assateague only a few hours away from D.C. And so I love getting to tell them that, yes, that is absolutely something you can do right here. Also an incredible place if you're like me and you love oysters. Um, There are a couple of incredible oyster farms along the coast there near Assateague Island and some great seafood shacks as well as, you know, wild ponies. Like who doesn't love animals when you're on vacation? <laughs> Animal, animals are like half the fun when you're out there. And these are wild ponies that roam around. And uh, obviously you can engage with nature and, and really see um, wildlife up close. Uh, obviously you want to maintain your distance and be respectful of nature, but it's really fun to be in that element. A lot different from being in Washington, D.C., definitely. Yeah. So you've mentioned getting to some of the lesser known off the beaten path destinations near D.C. I feel like when people think about travel spots from D.C., the two big ones that come up are like Annapolis or Harper's Ferry. Yeah, those are both fantastic places to visit. I love both. They're steeped in history. There's tons of sightseeing. Um, But, you know, the other thing is a lot of people do know those destinations. So it tends to be places where you're going to have to put up with a little bit of traffic. It might be a little bit more of a crowded spot. Near both of those destinations, actually, there's some pretty incredible places to visit. And I would encourage people to check other places that are nearby. 
Um, a great example near Harpers Ferry, West Virginia, um, is really um, Luckett's, Virginia. And Luckett's, Virginia is probably only 30 minutes away from Harpers Ferry. It's more of a farm countryside area. But there really is both great hiking as well as great antiquing and shopping. And so I think it's a place where if you're looking for the similar vibe of Harper's Ferry, you could easily go just, you know, 30 minutes south and find a smaller community where you might get to know some people one on one. Um, And the same can be said for Annapolis, Maryland. Annapolis is obviously a waterway destination. It's filled with different history for Maryland. But actually, if you just go over the Bay Bridge, I like to tell people to head over to a tiny little fishing town. It's called Tillman Island. Um, And Tillman Island is like a population of 800. It's an oyster and waterman's fishing village. And what's so cool about Tillman is that there is actual history. You can visit the Maritime Museum. You can also visit some of the local shops in town, which have been there for decades. And my personal favorite there is that there's um, the Tillman Island Country Store. It's literally where people come to meet um, to pick up whatever kind of provisions they need for the weekend. But it also has like amazing crab cakes. It has amazing seafood that you can get fresh from the store there. So it's it's just a nice alternative to maybe um, the more popular waterside retreats like Annapolis or St. Michael's, Maryland. Yeah, I love that we have so many nearby waterways in D.C. I'm a big water person. I love to chill by the water. Um, you've mentioned Assateague Island and Tillman Island. Are there other spots that you'd recommend for folks that want to just chill by some waves? Yeah, you know, it's all about getting out there in the summertime and being by the water Um, however you can do that. And one of the places that I tell people, if you want to skip going over the Bay Bridge, because obviously getting across the Bay Bridge to those beaches is like half of the battle when you're trying to get somewhere (laughs) like Ocean City or Bethany Beach or Rehoboth, Delaware. If you actually just head south um, to the western shore of Maryland, down to St. Mary's County, there's actually some incredible beaches along that stretch of of land. And, And there's places like Oxford, Maryland down there, where there's um, these sort of more private style beaches, but which are totally accessible to people. And it only takes about 90 minutes to get there, which is kind of awesome too. What I really like is there's an inn down there, a little B&B, and it's called Pier 450. And it actually is a former fishing camp, but it's been renovated recently and turned into this really like hip boutique kind of drive-in hotel motel kind of situation. But incredible because you have your own private beach there, um, the room rates only run about 150 per night. So, and it's locally owned too. And, you know, there's only about 10 rooms in this resort. So you really feel like you have this place to yourself. Um, there's fire pits and there's plenty of opportunities to get that sort of beach um, experience without having to go, say, you know, the three hours trip to Ocean City or to Rehoboth, Delaware. Absolutely. I love that you can give recommendations that are a little bit more accessible. And I guess, how can you get to some of these different places? Are there public transport options or maybe buses or trains? Or do you typically have to have a car to get out there? Yeah, I think, you know, with vacation, we always think about how we're going to get there. And usually that means having a car or knowing a friend with a car or renting a car. That's not always going to have to be the case. Actually, I was just planning my next trip and I'm looking to like do some hiking and noticed that I could, from my neighborhood in Capitol Hill, hop on the Mark train or the Amtrak and get to points uh, near Harpers Ferry, West Virginia, 
and Martinsburg, Bird, West Virginia, which has some incredible hiking. And you know, that train ride is only about 90 minutes and 20 bucks. So what an incredible way to do a vacation. There's no stress in like having to even drive or get in traffic. Um, and you get to ride the rails along the Potomac River as you travel. To me, that's almost adds to the vacation experience. And it's something that I'm definitely going to be doing soon because again, like I didn't even realize that the train was like that accessible and convenient. And the same can be said, I think, for destinations around metro stations. I tell people, even if you only have, say, like a day to do a vacation and it's more of a staycation, consider just getting out of your neighborhood and going to parts of this uh, metro region that you haven't explored yet. For me, Old Town Alexandria is always a great option. It feels like a more small village kind of historic center with a lot of shops and bars and restaurants. So that's always a fun getaway from Washington, D.C., and it's only 20 minutes on the metro. But also just south of Old Town Alexandria is Huntley Bay Meadows, which is a really beautiful park, expansive park with a watershed area where you can do um, bird watching, you can see turtles, and you can see herons. It's part of the Potomac watershed area, but a really peaceful way where you can get within the nature elements and take a little uh, break from the city rush. Yeah, I love that you have options for if you're kind of in a city mood, maybe you want just 5, 10, 15 minutes out of the city that you can that's metro accessible. Folks can still have like a little mini vacation vibe, even if they're not really going that far from where they might live. I think that's exactly right. Vacations should always be what I say is more of a mindset. People, especially in the moment we're in right now, should feel free to live their best vacation life. Vacationing for me is not how many miles you've traveled or how many time zones or countries you've visited, but it's really about meeting other people and engaging with different communities. So my kind of summer mindset this year has really been, how do I travel, but travel intentionally and do it in a way where it's not going to get um, so much of a hassle experience or, you know, I can get to someplace fast and, and really feel like I'm taking a nice break and, and enjoying myself. Because, you know, a vacation is about de-stressing. Let's, you, you shouldn't have to feel like obligated to add to it just to experience that, right? Totally. I am always thinking about first when I get to someplace, where am I going to relax? Where's my pool lounger? Where's my stretch of sand that I can just kind of chill but also, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about those other add-on benefits of, is there great food? Is there a really cool bar I want to check out? Or a show in town that could be fun to see while I'm visiting a place? When I'm traveling to places, I'm always going to that local bar or that local restaurant in town, talking to the people that I meet. And it's amazing those stories that they share with you. So I think the beauty of travel is that it's such a great way to expand our horizons and our world, and especially in the community that we live. Um, so those are all, I think, really compelling reasons to take a trip. Even local cities around us, whether that be Charlottesville or Richmond, Virginia, or Baltimore, Maryland, these are all places, especially in this um, summertime period of, of August and going into September even, when um, typically hotels will lower their rates for city destinations. Um, because most people are traveling out of town or getting to more uh, beachside areas. So definitely look into cities. I think cities are a great place to do some exploration nearby DC. And we have so many options. And also we're fortunate that they're reachable by many different forms of transportation as well. Yeah. So most of the places that you've mentioned are like an hour or two outside of the city, like Richmond or Charlottesville, which I love. But are there places that are even closer than that? You know, day trips that maybe are just five or 15 minutes outside of the district? 
Yeah, actually, one thing that I will say is I personally love to camp. My wife, not so much, not much of a camper, um, but I do like being in the outdoors and getting kind of into nature. And what I've realized is that the park systems around us are filled with different camping spots around um, our region, whether you're in Montgomery County or Fairfax County, um, you can actually find these um, camping sites available all through the summer months. And we're talking only 20 or 30 minutes outside of of the Beltway, maybe. Um, But it's a great way to be within nature. And if you're a camper like me, you can go and do that, which is really fun. Um, if you're not a camper and you're, you, you know, you're more like my wife who likes to tend to shop and do more fun things, I think when you're on vacation, cities like Frederick, Maryland, or um, going up to places like Havre de Grace, um, which is just a little Chesapeake Bay town. They, these are places that have incredible um, shops, incredible history. You can do some really cool um, antiquing. And actually, um, Havre de Grace is like the decoy capital of the world, which means that they carve these like really intricate ducks out of woodblock. And it's like this thing that's carried down through the generations. So there's things like that in these cities that you just like come to find. And you're like, these are so unique to this area and this region. And you won't find them anywhere else in the world. I mean, that's certainly unique. (laughs) Duck carving. Okay, so of all of the different day trips you recommended, is there a place that is your particular favorite or that you have a particular fondness or soft spot for? Yeah, so I actually am in love with Tillman Island, Maryland, which we talked about earlier. I think Tillman Island for me is just this magical slice of the Chesapeake Bay. The island itself actually sits in the middle of the Chesapeake Bay. So you have complete 360 views of the water while you're there. Um, But what I really like about it is it's really approachable from an overnight or weekend stay. There are actually two resorts down there that I would highly recommend people check out. One is called the Wilder Hotel. Um, The other is called the Tillman Island Inn. And both of these places really embrace the outdoors where you are. And they have so many amenities that are filled with different activities. So you can rent kayaks for free. You can rent bikes for free. You can also schedule a trip out on the water with a local waterman and go fishing or go crabbing. Um, So really cool experiences to get your feet wet in the Chesapeake Bay if you've never done that. And anyone who likes seafood, I'm personally like in love with steamed crabs. I grew up in Maryland. It's just a part of who I am. But they have incredible local fresh produce. So you're getting kind of that great all around trip experience. And for me, the fact that it is kind of this place at the end of the road in the middle of the Chesapeake Bay, it means that you're surrounded by tranquility and peace, too. So that's what vacation for me is all about. Tim, you're making me want to take a little mini vacation. I love it. Yeah. And, you know, travel for me is all about getting out there. You probably can explore someplace in this area that I've not been to. And I think that's the beauty of traveling in your own backyard. You're getting to know all of these smaller towns and places that really add so much to what this region is overall. I think we're so fortunate to live in the greater mid-Atlantic region with so many amazing destinations. Why not like just get out there and exploring? I tell everyone if it's a new place or a new destination. I'm always curious to hear how they've um, enjoyed their experiences because I'm learning just as much from friends who are doing the exact same thing that I'm doing, which is just getting out there and, and exploring your own backyard. Definitely. Tim, thank you so much for joining us today. I really appreciate it. Thanks so much. It was great to be here. 
Before you go, some quick news. Starting next week, the district is changing up its monkeypox vaccine strategy. D.C. Health will be administering one-fifth of a dose at a time to stretch out the supply. The government has also loosened the eligibility requirements. Anyone who has had multiple sexual partners within the past two weeks can get the shot. Meanwhile, a lot of D.C. homeowners are complaining on social media after getting charged thousands of extra dollars in property taxes because their homes were mistakenly declared vacant. In the district, owners pay about five times the tax for homes that are empty. It's not yet clear which department is to blame for the error, and they're working with homeowners to individually resolve the issues. But this isn't the first time this has happened. 385 people complained about the same problem last year. And lastly, if you want to learn to dance or cook for free, now's your chance. The Department of Parks and Rec opened registration for fall programs. Only district residents can sign up this week, and next week the link opens to non-residents. So sign up quick. That's all for today here on CityCast DC. If you enjoyed the show, share it with your friends and your family. And do us a huge favor by rating and reviewing. You can also subscribe to our newsletter for more news from around the city. We'll be back Thursday. Bye.